Well, hey there. Welcome. I'm CJ, the creator and host of the Inspired Way podcast. And I want to take a quick minute to thank you very much for being here, whether this is your first episode or if you've been with us the entire time. It really means a lot to me to be able to share these episodes with you. And we are winding down on season number two. So if you are watching or listening to this after June 28th, 2022, I encourage you to use this downtime to go back and catch up on some of the past episodes. I am so grateful for so many amazing, amazing guests I've had the opportunity to interview and record so many inspiring episodes and inspiring stories. So I hope you will go back and listen to some of those as well as the leadership and life lessons that I've been able to share over the past year and a half. Thank you for being here. Well, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. Today, I have a special episode planned because this week is my birthday and I'm coming up on a big one. At least I think it is. I'm celebrating six decades of life and trips around the sun, as they say. And I feel so blessed and grateful for all of the people who have touched my life and all of the lessons that I've learned along the way. It's funny. I was talking to a friend just recently. We were joking about how, you know, people always say, oh, wouldn't you like to go back in time 10 or 20 years and go back to your 20s or 30s or 40s or whatever it is? And I said, no, no, I wouldn't. Not unless I could take everything that I currently know with me. <laughs> Because I don't need to go back and repeat any of those lessons because, you know, they're hard won lessons, right? So today I would like to share, I've kind of honed this down to six transformational lessons that have been kind of big in my life recently that really didn't sink in years ago. And it's, it's not that I didn't hear them but they didn't sink in. So I encourage you because even though none of this is probably going to be new or the first time you've heard it, I encourage you to listen with an open heart because every time we hear something, it can be from a new perspective and a new level of knowing. And we can hear something over and over again and understand it conceptually which is frequently what happens. Oh, yeah, I know that. Oh, yeah, I get that. But we don't really know it in our heart. You know, we're not really deeply knowing it and living it. And so when I say that these lessons really sunk in lately, it's because I, I don't know why, but it's because they sunk in finally and made a really powerful difference in my life. So this is not in any particular order, although I will say I'm saving the best for last. So do hang in there with me for the end. The first lesson that I want to share is to always be learning. And there's a couple of things that go with that. You may think, well, yeah, of course, duh. 
But, you know, when I was in school, the path was you do high school, you may or may not do college or grad school, but that's it. That's where the learning was done. And nobody really talked about life learning. And, you know, it's gotten so much easier now with the internet, all of the information that's out there. But I think it's important that we challenge ourselves to learn new things. Because as humans, what we tend to do is look for information or hone in on the information that reinforces what we already think we know, which is our belief system, which is part of our survival mechanism. We know what we think we know, and we look for the information that will support that. If we had the opposite belief, we would look for and find the information that supports that. So I think it's a really powerful lesson to remember to try and be open to new ideas and perspectives and new knowledge. And this goes beyond, you know, I want to go learn a new language or something like that, which is wonderful. We should always be learning whatever it is. But also just be open to new perspectives. Talk to people who are different than you, who grew up with different beliefs. And don't just shut down and tune out what they're saying. You don't have to change your mind or any of your beliefs. But it's very powerful to be open to understanding what it is and why it is that they believe what they do. And it's an amazing tool for personal growth. As far as being open to new perspectives, I think I need to be more intentional in finding those and listening to those because just like everyone else, I tend to be around people who kind of think like I do. So it's a lesson for all of us and it helps us come together as a global community when you can be open to those new and different perspectives, those different ways of thinking from people who have a different background or a different culture from ours. The second lesson I'd like to share is even if you think you have a fair and healthy dose of self-love and self-esteem or self-confidence. We tend to group that all together, but confidence is different. And just because you're showing up confidently in life, it's because you know what you know and you're doing things that you know. But that doesn't mean you have self-esteem and self-love. Even if you think you do, I encourage you to delve into this area and work on it anyway because the majority of adults do not. This came up for me really powerfully when I was trying to be more courageous and push myself out of my comfort zone and show up on camera. A few years ago, it was something that I struggled with for a while, and I just I was just paralyzed by fear. And I realized that it wasn't just that I wasn't being brave enough. I had some self-esteem issues because I was all wrapped up in worry about what other people would think. 
So if you ever get into worrying about other people's judgment and what they will think and what they will say, I invite you to look at this area because it is something that most of us could spend some time focused on. And I will link in the show notes to the little ebook that I did. It's complimentary on 30 ways to work on your self-love and self-esteem. So I hope you'll check that out. The third lesson I'd like to share is to encourage you to always be dreaming and stretching yourself to do and be better. And this is a fine balance, I think, because we want to also be grateful and be present in the moment and appreciate what we have. But our minds are built to be goal-seeking machines. And so I think for our own self-actualization, it's really important to always have goals that stretch us and not to settle for mediocrity or not trying things or pushing ourselves to do new things because of fear of failure, which is what keeps most of us stuck. Learning to embrace failure as just a stepping stone for learning is probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned because fear of failure was really, really big for me. And I'm not going to say it doesn't still come up sometimes, but understanding that the only way to not fail is to never try new things. And none of us want to be that person. So I would say fail lots and fail forward and embrace it and be proud of those failures because it means that you aren't settling and you're stretching yourself to grow. My next lesson, and this is a simple one, but it wasn't simple for me to get into. And that is the advice to make time for silence, to have a meditation practice, or if you don't have to call it meditation, but just time to really try and silence your mind. And I fought this for a really long time. I had heard years and years ago about how beneficial it was for us, but I had this story that I couldn't do it, that it was going to be hard, and so I didn't do it. And it's one of the best tools for developing our patience and getting to know ourselves, and I should have started sooner. That's the path I was on, but I hope wherever you are on your path, if you don't currently have a meditation practice, you try it. Just give it a couple of weeks, five minutes a day, and realize, see, that's the thing that I didn't fully understand, I guess. You don't have to start out with a half an hour or an hour of sitting there. That's crazy. That's too much to tackle. You can start out really, really small. And still get some benefit from it, but also realize, okay, if I can do two minutes, I guess I can do three or four. And you can kind of grow into it that way. 
That's a great approach for any new habit you're trying to build, just to chunk it down into really small steps to begin with. Okay, this is an easy one, but I didn't get it for a really long time. Self-care, y'all. Self-care is not selfish. And that's easy for me to say now on this side of raising four children. But when I was in the heat of it with young kids, I did not get it. And the ironic thing is, if I had taken a little time just now and then for me, I would have been probably a more patient parent and a better person in my work life as well. We all need that time to recharge and it's not selfish. So take that for whatever it is. If you are single, you know, in, or child-free, you probably already do this and get it. Or if your kids are older like mine, hopefully you get it. But if you are in the trenches right now, you probably aren't making the time you need. So I encourage you to drop the guilt, drop the mom guilt. It's a real thing. I know. I think I coined the term. <laughs> I lived it for a lot of years, but it's not selfish and you need to do it for yourself. The next thing I want to share is about personal power. I didn't understand what this term meant. But really understanding it and living it is, I'm still a work in progress, but it's a really powerful lesson to have. Personal power is not about flexing your muscle everywhere, although it could be. You do have to have personal boundaries, but it's more of an internal thing, being able to regulate your emotions. So I'll talk more about emotional regulation in other episodes, but being able to not react or overreact and to regulate your emotions so that you can thoughtfully think through situations and diplomatically address situations the way you would like to versus just reacting to things, that is being in your personal power. And that is where we all want to be, but it's a practice. It's not something you're just born with. You have to be very aware and conscious about practicing it. And believe me, when I tell you as a mom of four, I think that children and especially teenagers are sent to earth to teach us this lesson. <laughs> because if I didn't already know what it was like to be triggered or have to work on my patients, I certainly did after working through four teenagers. So I know it's not easy. I get it. And we are all works in progress. But it is something when you're conscious of it that you can improve. And I encourage you to be very aware and work on this area if it's a thing for you. The last thing I wanted to share, and I know you know this, but it's worth repeating and really honing in on, happiness is an inside job. So I talked a little bit ago about always having goals. It's really important to know that you're not going to be happy when you get there if you're not happy now. 
Happiness is an internal setting and it's a choice. So we have 100% responsibility for creating and living the life that we want to live and the happiness we want to have. And if there are situations or circumstances in your life or people in your life that don't make you happy, you can choose something different. But if you say, oh, no, that's not the case, then I invite you to think about how you can choose to think about your circumstance differently and be happy with it. Victor Frankel, Dr. Victor Frankel, really taught this lesson in a powerful way. And if you're not familiar with him, Google him. He kind of popularized the concept of choice and how there is always choice. And he's a great example of really horrendous circumstances that he couldn't change. So he just chose different thoughts to get through those circumstances. So that's all I had to share for today. I know as soon as I end this, I'm going to think of something really important I probably forgot to share. So I may make this a series and come back next season and share some more. But I would love to hear, no matter how old you are, I would love to hear what your top one or two life lessons have been thus far. Of course, we're always learning and growing. So there'll be new ones next month or next year. But let me know what your favorite is so far. And thank you for listening. I will talk to you soon. If you're like most women, you have a big dream on your heart and really want to make a positive impact in the lives of others. But self-doubt, fear, or other limiting beliefs often get in your way. What many women don't realize is that the one thing that can catapult them forward is deepening their self-love and self-esteem. So I have a free ebook for you that's really going to help you in this area. It's called 30 Days to Deepen Self-Love, and you can download it at the link in our show notes. Enjoy.